0: blessings to you everyone from Let Your Sparkle Shine Brightly. We're gathered today to talk about um, what it means to be in unity and harmony with our brothers and sisters, to co-labor with them, and to lift up our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as a holy God, and talk about our prayer life, and uh, what that looks like in relationship to our communion with God and how He wants us to uh, communicate, walk and talk with Him daily. So I'm going to start off with a short prayer before we get into um, talking about um, praying in the throne room of God and then we'll go from there. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this opportunity for us to gather together in prayer and in truth and in spirit as we seek your face, Lord, to um, have you strengthen us in our walk and to have you lead us and guide us in the ways that you would have us to go and that we would show forth our fruitfulness, Lord, and our gifts in which you have given so that you would get all the praise, honor, and glory Lord, I ask and pray that you would have your way on this broadcast and this podcast and that it would glorify you and and we would also be strengthened by your spirit and your word. Lord, inspire us and stir up our spirits that we would have ears to hear and eyes to see what the spirit is saying to the churches for a time such as this. Lord, we we are excited about your coming, your return, and we just join hands together and lock shields as we learn and grow and mature as a body as of many members. And we just thank you for this opportunity. In Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach's name I pray, amen. So I have... Um, a website if you ever need to email me or if you have a prayer request you can go to let your sparkle shine brightly and uh, you can see our our purpose on the front um, part of when you go on the website you'll see uh, what the purpose of this outreach is and um, you can just kind of look around on the website and it's a great place to ponder and um, find all the neat places where there's scriptures and um, just kind of soak in the Holy Ghost there's music there as well uh, many places to see in there and there's also places for fellowship as well but I'm gonna share a little bit about what it is um, when we, when we say the throne room prayer, what that might mean to us as um, fellow Christians, and we're all learning and growing and um, being strengthened in our prayer life, and it's so very important. So I'm going to share about thirsting for God and seeking His face in Psalms 42, 1 it says, I long to drink of you, O God, drinking deeply from the streams of pleasure flowing through your presence, and my longings overwhelm me for more of you. I love that. It's beautiful. So, let's jo- join us on this journey to become one with Jesus on the Sea of Glass, to become his prayer partner. We'll talk more about the Sea of Glass um, later, but for now, we're just going to, um, learn about that place of prayer that we can be in, um, in relationship to the book of Revelations, because that's, that's what this, um, this is about here, that sea of glass is mentioned in the book of Revelations, and so, um, we know that, you know, that there's many Christians and saints that, that long for Jesus and we long for others to know Him as well. So it's a mutual um, desire. We want to teach others how to pray um, without feeling ashamed or guilty. And you know, it's common that, that people will find themselves in a place of even feeling unworthy uh, or an inadequate in prayer. Um, but I just want to encourage each and every one of you that prayer is a honest, earnest um, offering from your heart to God's heart, and uh, it puts that deep calls to deep scripture almost into a new light when you look at it that way. As we sacrifice an offering um, in the fruit of our lips, you know, being that prayer or that praise to go up to the Lord. God is attentive to that, and He hears us, and it's it's us communing with Him. So as we read through the Gospels, um, we find that Jesus is making people ashamed about prayer. You'll you'll never find their accounts of Him making people feel ashamed or condemning them for not praying. But He did set an example. He did pray, and He even asked. His disciples to pray. So when you pray, um, think about how Christ set an example for us in that, especially the Lord's Prayer when He addresses the Heavenly Father, <clears throat> and then He ends the prayer in His name, so He teaches us a framework uh, of how, who, who we're praying to and whose name. to pray in. The the middle part of that prayer is a move of the Spirit being stirred within you. The Holy Spirit, the indwelling of that Spirit, wants to come uh, up and out and pour out what's upon your heart to the Lord. And so that is why it's uh, vital that we encourage one another in prayer because it's uniquely inspired in each person and uh, some people have short prayers and they're very precise and um, focused and they can be just as powerful as another person who would share a prayer that was um, poetic or even someone who has like a prayer intercession about them where they're, they're interceding and their prayers may be a bit longer and very cheerful as well. So we start to see that as um, as we look at the parallel of the the incense of prayers that's in the temple, there were many oils and incense placed upon that altar, and so the aroma must have been uh, extraordinary. So we start to understand that each person places a layer. Of uh, their spiritual prayer offering to the Lord and as we come together in agreement and and prayer and praise um, could you imagine that sweet incense going out to the Lord he loves that personal time that we have with him in our own prayer closets in that secret place that's uh, a wonderful place to be but he also likes for us to join hands and agree just like it says in Psalms 133 uh, that the anointing falls down on the, uh, be- the beard of the High Priest. It's a corporate anointing. Um, and so when we pray and praise, it, it is the same uh, type anointing that would fall upon the body of Christ as they join together. So you start to begin to see um, where two or more are gathered in the midst, there he will be. You start to see that in even a new light. So everything about you was made for God uh, to glorify Him and He created us for His presence so that He would be able to manifest in in all kinds of ways. As Christ was our example, as He walked the earth, the indwelling uh, deity, he, he was deity, but the indwelling of that spirit, uh, there was a marriage there, the Son and the Holy Spirit um, working in unity and harmony together uh, with the Heavenly Father as He uh, remained in heaven on the throne. We start to see uh, as Christ is the first fruits of all things. He was teaching us what um, the standard is for our walk, to be totally in tune and in unity with the leading of the Holy Ghost. So Him being the only righteous, a uh, soul to walk this earth we um, we have to understand that that God's grace is sufficient his mercy endureth forever his compassion is perfect but um, we understand that we are healed by his stripes and that helps us to to be able to to enter into that cleansing and um, cleansing of our hearts and our minds and our spirit as well as being able to um, be in the refining process, which is, is the Lord removing the things that wouldn't belong. And this is a constant uh, washing and, and then in the fire, uh, the scripture that talks about the fuller soap and the refiner's fire, it's a process. Uh, the Lord showed me as a blown glass uh, is being prepared and, and and created and molded and tweaked and moved and, you know, they make all kinds of things with blowing glass, but there's a process of cooling off um, that glass as they uh, have applied the fire and the heat and stretched it or moved it and uh, molded it. And then, you know, they put it in the water and it cools off and, and then they repeat that process of adding the heat uh, to another area, or sometimes it may be the same area. Um, but we, we start to begin to see how the Lord showed us the standard and He realizes that that we, uh, we have to, to take up our cross daily and die to self and uh, walk in spirit and truth. And God didn't ask us to be Um, perfect he just asked us to be in his will and he perfects us by his love so that goes with the learning process um, stepping out in faith learning about prayer just being um, flexible and teachable and guideable and we find that in his word that's the perfect place to be for us to learn the instructions that God has given us and that we could glean from the great counsel that we find in each part of the Bible. Um, It's the best thing when you really start to begin, how rich the word really is, when you begin to see that, you you see that God has literally just prepared for us in ways before we even would know to ask. He's already prepared for us and we can find comfort and refuge in the stories of the Bible um, for emotional reasons, spiritual reasons, um, and then prophetic reasons as well. So um, it's just a great place to be in the Word where we can receive the renewing and the washing of our minds. So in relationship to this in prayer, our hearts long for the truth, to know God in an even greater measure that we would be um, formed into his image and counted worthy. And um, that our meditations and our thoughts would be acceptable for a sight. And just like every one of us longs to know our earthly father, it helps us to understand how we would want to know our heavenly father, uh, because he is our eternal father forever and ever and ever. And uh, you might call that a soul thirst for Him. So our souls um, always have that yearning, whether you understand or not, or know that or not. It's like a subconscious spiritual yearning to know your Heavenly Father, that you would be complete and made whole. And that um, soul thirst for Him is a natural thing that He placed within us. So when we enter into His presence. And we come before him we are connecting with the true source of life and uh, it's his presence that we're empowered because uh, his presence is is great joy and peace and love and it's like a river and when we're there we're we're filled and we're healed and that that not only empowers us but it encourages us and we're filled with more of uh, the Lord and less of ourselves and, and we begin to see how we are his vessels. So in his throne room, we find ourselves there. We come there because we want life and to have it more abundantly and we can absolutely get that uh, at his throne and we can't compare anything to, to this, you know, in this world Um, to that place that we have in the secret place of the Most High. So we're all created to be uh, the Heavenly Father's living vessels filled with all that He is being made in His image. He becomes our uh, substance. He uh, becomes our sustainer and we become His containers. And that container holding Christ Jesus within And uh, without man, God has nowhere to put himself and nowhere to pour himself out in people's lives so we can start to see the design and the great plan of God that he would fill this universe uh, with his wisdom, with his order and um, how he created things. But he longs for a place to rest and uh, we can see how he began to uncover that longing himself, as he instructed Moses in the wilderness to build the tabernacle, and then we see that there were two physical uh, buildings um, that were the temple, and God, uh, God taught us something as this moving tabernacle with Moses came about, as he prepared. Um, the Israelites in the wilderness uh, as a dress rehearsal um, for what was to come which would be the soon coming of the first coming of Jesus Christ and he prepared them in um, setting a standard and a foundation of what a walking temple would be because it was not stationary like the buildings but it was uh, by a cloud by day in fire by night, God would lead them through the wilderness, and they would move the temple um, wherever they needed to go in relationship to where God was leading them. And they did this uh, for forty years before they uh, arrived to the promised land. So we are all created to be His living vessels, just like He demonstrated in. Uh, in Exodus with this temple that was movable, this tabernacle made out of skin. So we want to be filled with all that He is and we want to be content with that. So as we thirst for God, we connect with the desire of our eternal soul and like a hunted deer uh, painted for refreshment, which is a verse in the Bible, we thirst for the living God. And this thirst becomes overwhelming. It's, it becomes a desire. And as we go on this journey of life with Him, we begin to find that we can't go without Him. We need His uh, calm waters, His fountain of life. We need that fresh infilling from Him so that we can begin to uh, live life more abundantly. He would not have us to be dehydrated spiritually or weary, but he would have us to be filled and nourished and sustained. So after years of of seeking him, we can all uh, see how God has led us in a pathway to get closer to him. Some of us have discovered that that way uh, to Christ is is, um, sometimes stormy and has seasons and it can be difficult but we can also see that he breathes on us and he calls us and he doesn't cease from drawing nigh to us as we draw nigh unto him and we start to see that it's almost like a mirror the more that we draw close to him the more he draws close to us now in, in 1 timothy six twelve, paul says lay hold on the eternal life to which you were called. And we've been called to eternal life. But now we must lay down this life by calling on the Lord night and day and day and night. By calling on Him, we breathe Him in. So, it is a connection of communication, of communion and companionship. We start to see how God uses the bride and the groom as a parable and as a prophetic teaching reign that helps us to understand how we're to be in unity and harmony with Christ Jesus. And then we see throughout the word, for instance, John 17, it talks about Christ declaring to God, I want to give you the glory in all things. I want to be one with you. Uh, the time has come for me to glorify you. And, And as he talks about him being in the Father and the Father being in him, he also extends the invitation to us to be in Christ. So we start to see um, how it's like a nesting hearts. It's like a uh, nesting hearts together as we are in Christ. Christ is in us and Christ is in the Father and vice versa and we start to see that we're called into his kingdom in such an extraordinary way. Um, Personally speaking, he wants to touch us in a way that we would know our identity in his kingdom. He wants us to be usable vessels for him. And uh, it shows how God wants an intimacy and relationship with us. So, uh, the greatest lesson that we have ever learned about prayer, really, is that without Jesus, we really don't have um, a powerful prayer life. Jesus is our life. He's our strength. He's our victory. He's our hope of glory. He's our defender, our advocate. He's our shield, our buckler, our sword, our physician, our healer. He's our high tower and our fortress. I mean, we need Jesus. (laughs) Jesus is in our prayer life because He is our prayer life. He inspires us, keeps us, and directs us. He's our partner in prayer. And we must have the passion of every intercessor. Like, God wants to place that intercession within us, but we have to be able to hear and see what the Spirit is saying. We have to be able to see and hear. Uh, What Christ is saying spoken uh, through his word or I'm sorry written through his word and spoken through the spirit and so uh, His life to us is an ever praying life and is an ever communication an everlasting communication It's our dress rehearsal with our husband that when he returns and to get his bride that we would have um, already established a working uh, relationship with Him. So we really have to believe this. We have to, st- to see the spiritual imagery of us um, being seated in heavenly places with the Lord every day as we praise, as we study uh, the Word, as we pray and lift up those, as we go into um, spiritual warfare, and as we um, have prayers of thanksgiving and as we enter into uh, a daily commitment for healing um, we are communing with him and so that is our meeting place every day in high places with jesus as he um, has that relationship with us so when he calls our name we will know his voice when we're in the pasture and he speaks, we will recognize the the voice of our shepherd. So fellowship with the eternal God takes um, weary and and imperfect people and makes them into co-laborers and co-rulers over territories and um, places like even geographical places on a larger scale. So we're walking with Christ just like Adam and Eve walked and talked with God in the garden. We're walking and talking with Him today as we commune with Him and, and, um, and spend time with Him. So that, pr- you know, you've heard of prayer walkers. There are actually people who um, will go outside or go to specific areas or places and they will walk and pray and, um, you know, seek the Lord's face in guiding them on the pulling down of certain types of strongholds. And as God teaches us in prayer, He leads us and guides us to specific type of callings. So not everyone's prepared or ready to um, jump into a situation like that, but it just shows how vast uh, the prayer life really can be, and uh, God wants to show you your identity in that prayer life and how He wants to use you to to put to flight His Kingdom and His Angels. So as we find ourselves uh, busy, men and women, we find ourselves students and ministers, teachers and doctors and nurses. I mean, we have lives um, in this world and we can mingle our prayers in with our daily work in our lives. Um, We can maintain a spirit of constant prayer no matter what we're really doing or what's going on. It becomes a way of life. It becomes a constant communion with Christ And, and as we make that dedication and commitment and seek His face. It starts to become a habitual way of life at first, before I uh, recognized that, that God was calling me to spend more time with Him. Um, it, was, it was different in the beginning. I didn't really know what to expect and what that was gonna look like. And so He continually drew me closer as I sought His face, of un- you know, to, to have understanding on that, and I just continued to be flexible and learning that, and it became a daily habit, not just going into prayer, in my prayer closet, um, praying for other people, or uh, for myself, but I started to begin to pray for world events, and regional areas, and, uh, and then, you know, that time began to multiply, and I was praying outside of my prayer closet, you know, and I started to be praying during times of being outside of the home, when I would be at the grocery store, and I would see something, uh, or, or maybe somebody was in pain, I would start to begin to just uh, pray right on the spot. And, and I saw God transforming my prayer life into um, something new, and I'm so grateful for that because I can say now that um, He's instilled um, a heart of, of, like, a fiery heart. He's kindled my heart to pray, and it's been very, um, it's been wonderful to see God work in ways that I had never seen before. And so, uh, intercessors um, are a little bit different than just a prayer warrior. Intercessors might go into long, longer prayers, or they may be experiencing uh, moments of travail where they cry and they weep for certain things, and God bottles those tears up. So we see that, that none of it's in vain, none of our prayers are in vain he God loves to um, to meet with us and speak with us so calling on the Lord is the only way that he draws us um, into his heart and so he knows that his life changing power is released when we spend time with him so as we draw close and he knows that adoration turns into a place of transformation and um, being patient in that and consistently uh, coming close to Him in prayer, it just, uh, it brings an occupation about in our spirit that we start to begin to wanna make a bigger impact in His name, to shine a light in dark places through prayer. Um, And it becomes a very, uh, a very rewarding place to be just because being in the presence of God is such a, a tender, sweet place to be, and it's a healing place, and uh, that reward is, is uh, that you can feel like you're doing something greater than anything that you could have could have done on your own, and you're co-laboring with, with God uh, for people that are in need. So I just wanted to encourage you and inspire you to see prayer life a little bit differently today. And um, that as we give our hearts to him in prayer, that is a living sacrifice. It is an offering that we give to him. And he gives his heart in exchange to us, transforming us even deeper within. And the more we give our hearts to prayer, the more that we experience his presence. And that's where the river comes in. That That is where God's river of life starts to... Um, really pour in um, pour into us in ways that we may not have experienced before and so I just want to um, I wanted to give you a few questions to ponder and to ask yourself and this is not um, anything other than widening your horizons um and self-reflecting okay this is between you and the lord so some people may say why do we pray you know this is a question that that some people may have um they and it may not just be a simple question it may be a very complex question like why what type of reasons will we will we pray so ask yourself that and ponder that and take that to the lord um Do we know that place of holies of holies uh, with the Father? Do we know what that really uh, means for our prayer life and to our heart? And so I encourage you to ponder that question and take it into prayer with the Lord that He might reveal to you um, more about that. And then as we... um, ask ourselves these questions. Um, I'd like for you to ponder, what does it mean to have God as the anchor of our soul? And and take that into prayer as well as you ponder that, uh, what that might mean. and And then wait upon the Lord to begin to show you new things. He may be directing your eyes to see something new um, he may be opening your ears to be sharpened um, to a message from a friend or a pastor or even in a sermon that may be related to um, where you are in your prayer life and where the lord would like to take you he always wants to take us to new places um, in journey and relationship with him and so being um, willing to hold his hand and walk with him and trust him and surrender that to him uh, because he is our 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 spiritual compass, our moral compass and our standard and and um, in the world that we live in today, it's special to know that God cares so much about us and about the details of our life uh, that he would. Um, Meet us personally every day to help us remain rooted and grounded in Him instead of um, trusting in in the world. So I pray this has been inspiring to you. I pray that it's been um, to help you see prayer a little bit differently today or even to ponder those questions and, and self reflection with the Lord. I pray that, um, that, that this will open your eyes and ears and heart to a new day in prayer with the Lord and your calling as we're all called to, to give an offering, um, in prayer. And I want to pray a prayer before we leave for today. And, um. I'm gonna go ahead and do that now. Dear Heavenly Father, Abba Father, Daddy, you've just you've won our hearts. You love to tell us um, that you delight in us in the details of our of our life. You like to delight in the prayers that we offer up to you. You love to hear our song as we sing to you in praise and worship. You love to hear. Our hearts shining in agape love for our brothers and sisters that may be in need, in, in our towns and cities, our state, our uh, nation, the countries around the world, and yes, Lord, even un, unto the continents of the world, Lord. We see that we are a um, we are a world with many problems and many needs, Lord, and and we just. We love lifting up people to you, Lord, so we want our prayer life to move your heart and, and we want our prayer life to change us, Lord, as well, not just those that we pray for, but we want to be teachable and we want to value that prayer as you do. We want to be your containers that holds that gift of life, that we might shine that light brightly before men so that they would glorify you. So help us to rise early and to seek your face. Help us to gaze upon your glory and to speak a testimony of your glory unto others. Help us to trust in you, Lord. Help us to lean on you, rely on you, and to hear uh, your voice. Help us to be in your word daily, to renew our minds and our souls, Lord. And we just, we just thank you. We thank you for the benefits of your love and our salvation. Help us to be obedient, Lord, and to, to strengthen us, that you would strengthen us in that obedience, Lord, that you would um, make our, our, our walk smooth and straight, Lord, that you would remove stumbling blocks or hindrances uh, or obstacles, Lord, that you would remove any type of of uh, resistance that comes against us as we seek your face, in even greater measure. So Lord, we thank you for being our refuge, uh, our strong tower. We thank you for um, that place that we have in the secret place of the Most High in the shadow of your wings, Lord, just that that place and that shadow as David uh, laid upon the floor and prayed to you in the shadow of your wings on that Ark of the Covenant, Lord. Let us find ourselves there in spiritual places, in the shadow of your wings as we pray and intercede and pour our hearts out to you, Lord. We just thank you. We thank you for the things that you do to inspire us, to kindle us, to sustain us. We thank you for the oil of joy that that fills us. Lord, let us be uh, the wise virgins. Let us not be the unwise virgins. That we would be filled with the miracle of the oil that comes through Christ Jesus. And we just give you all the praise, honor, and glory for those truths. In Jesus Christ, Shua HaMashiach's name I pray. So I just want to thank everyone for uh, being here for this broadcast, this podcast. And we will meet again and talk more about... Um, Prayer and walking in your calling and knowing your identity. So we'll talk about many different things. Uh, They won't always be the same topics, but it'll be the same um, the same goals, which is that we would be in position um, for God to continue uh, in the upbuilding of His people, of His saints, and uh, God roars out of Zion he roars in the heavenly places that we would receive the gifts that he would have us to receive so as we we come together in one accord in one mind and one voice whether in prayer or praise or just learning and growing together we want to give him the glory but we want to be what he needs us to be and so I thank you for listening in today and I pray that you are all blessed exceedingly abundantly more than you can ever ask and until we meet again and If you would like to contact me, I'm going to get the web website again It is let your com, and there are places there to email me and uh, there's a couple of places to fellowship and lots of places to ponder in the word and and listen to music. And I have a Let Your Sparkle Shine prayer text line. If you need prayer you can text that line. And here is the number. It is 717-470-7155 And again, the Let Your Sparkle Shine prayer text is 717 470 7155 God bless you.